Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein. We have some crazy news coming out of Washington, D.C. Apparently, the Secret Service had to evacuate the White House because they found some booger sugar in the West Wing. Now, everybody's quick to blame Hunter, which I must say is unfair. Anybody that is actually a Hunter Biden fan like myself knows that Hunter likes crack cocaine and prefers to smoke the narcotic instead of ingesting it through his nostrils. What people might not know is that smoking crack has a different effect on the body and, and the central nervous system than snorting. A true crackhead like Hunter Biden is smart enough to know that smoking crack, which is also odorless when smoked, is a much more efficient way of getting blasted on cocaina. So tonight, I beg all the conservative influencers out there to take a step back and reevaluate who actually brought cocaine into the White House. And it's very simple. Who, besides Joe Biden, needs cocaine the most? That's easy. Kareen Jean Perrine Manin Gadin, a.k.a. KJP. She has the toughest job out of anyone in the administration, so she probably has to self-medicate just to get through her day. I'd really like a hair sample from KJP sent to the lab before we, before we start accusing the smartest man Joe Biden personally knows. Leave Hunter alone. Unless there was a glass pipe in the West Wing, this Hunter Biden bird don't sing. Remember kids, crack is whack, unless you're the most powerful person in the world and your son is a debilitating drug addict that will never be held accountable for his litany of crimes. Just say no kids. Now let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Primetime with who? Who, Dunye? Stein. Well, what's my name? Show Dunye. Does Dunye know my name? Alex. Prime. Stein. Okay, that's your camera. Look in that camera, Dunye. Hi. Okay. Man, affirmative action, I hired you because of that, because mm -hmm. I'm, you know, totally against that. You could never work for me. You're not qualified enough. You're not talented enough. But your skin is the perfect color. Gotcha. I mean, either way, I'm still here, so. That's true. And I noticed something. I don't know if we can get a shot of this. Dunye, what is on your feet? Can you please show these a little bit? What is so Guys, these are the famous mischief boots that came out like less than a year ago. And I actually purchased them, which they were not cheap. It cost yeah, how like, can you afford, before you tell me how much you paid for them, how can you afford those? You literally just started working here. Um, affirmative action. Affirmative action working for you. And so now you get these uh, uh, viral boots, is what yeah. you tell me. I mean, I'm a little rich. Not a lot of rich, but rich enough to buy these. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, now you are a pimp on a blimp. Damn, Dunye! All day, Dunye! I love Dunye. And speaking of Dunye, I actually want to talk about this real quick. Okay. Um, Dunye, mm -hmm. are you familiar with Jeffrey Epstein, the world's most famous pedophile? <sighs> I've heard of him. Hold this flag. Okay. What do you think about this, man? Is he still alive uh, or not? Well, it's kind, of a, you know, it's kind of a gray area. A lot of people uh, debate whether or not he actually killed himself. What do you think? I don't think he killed himself. I think he's hiding. What? I think he's hiding somewhere in like Thailand or something. I don't know why. Thailand or either Singapore. 
for sure. And Dunye knows. Dunye's smart. He has those boots on. Listen, yeah. a guy in boots like that is obviously a brilliant man. But yeah. we just want to make the statement that this flag, it didn't hang itself, but Jeffrey Epstein did. Now, a lot of people, YouTube censorship, we know he killed himself. He threw himself off the top of a bunk bed and was able to do it, uh, even though it was impossible. Like Kevin Garnett said, anything is possible. So, R.I.P., Jeffrey. R.I.P. You know he was Bill Gates' best friend. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, and I think that makes it a little more interesting. Ooh, did you know that he also hung out with Stephen Hawking? He was a guy that talked like this and was on a, in a thing. Oh, okay. Supposedly yeah. they did a bunch of like they did a bunch of stuff to children apparently. So, well, Bill Gates is dead. So like, he is. I know. R.I.P. Bill so, Gates. I mean, Thank goodness. Those Microsoft viruses got his ass. <laughs> Didn't they, Dunye? Um, maybe not the Microsoft. Maybe. I, I mean, in this case, it could be, but if he's friends with this guy, I don't know. Maybe he's in Singapore, too. Danye is one of the smartest. In heaven, though. He's one know. of the smartest employees that works here. Danye, I'm, I'm just, we're so lucky to have you. All right, let's hang this back up. Right. Remember, it, 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 he's not hanging it up himself. We have to hang it because it's really hard to hang things by yourself. Okay, what is the chat saying, Jimmy, about that? Do we have any super chats? Nope. Wow. Okay, you guys don't want to support a pimp on a blimp, but I need those super chats because guess what I got, guys? I don't know if you can see this, but I got this little tool from Hunter Biden. You know, we might need a wide shot, though, Sam, so you can see. Or maybe you can see it on that camera. Look at this. Wait, can you see it? Go wide. Go wide. Why would this fishing pole work? Oh, what is that? What is that? What is that, Darius? What is that? Oh. It's a turtle. Is that a turtle of cocaine? Yeah, fentanyl. Oh, Darius! Darius, this isn't the White House! This isn't the White House! We'll do a little if you're gonna go down there. Darius! Are you snorting? Darius! Well, that's a lot. Darius, slow down, dude. Do not film that way. Hold on. Darius, are you okay? Do not pass out yet, Darius. We need you this episode. <laughs> Darius, a lot of people want to know. They're blaming Hunter Biden. But I want you to look in this camera right now, and I want you to tell them that it was you that smuggled in cocaine to the West Wing. Yes, it was me that smuggled cocaine to the West Wing. And why were you going to... Ever, just... ever since the Clinton days... What does that mean? The Clinton days, you've been doing cocaine in the White House since the Clintons? Mm -hmm. Did you know that prostitutes have been sure. caught going into the White House before? Mm -hmm. Google it, Jimmy, so I have a reference. Type in uh, uh, prostitutes in the White House. I don't have my phone right now. It got blocked on the firewall. Okay, well, regardless, there have been prostitutes in there. So are you saying that you're a cocaine-addicted prostitute going in there to give sex to employees of Joe Biden? Occasionally. You're giving them oral, anal? What are you giving them? Depends on depends on the money. And how'd you sneak it in? I sneak it in. <laughs> how did you sneak in? <laughs> how did you sneak it in? Put this in your ear too, so you can hear guests. Here, put it in this ear. Watch me put this in his ear. Watch me insert. Listen, I'm gonna ins I'm gonna insert myself in you. This is not gay, right, Jimmy? 
Nope. Okay, I'm going to insert $10 you. super chat. Hey, Alex, love your show. Love your videos. Wanted to know if you're following the Kendra Lara thing out at Boston at all. Councilwoman crashed her car into house on a suspended license. Sounds oh, like yeah, she I was saw on. that. I saw that. She's Boston City Council, who actually I have a beef with Richard Arroyo, who is uh, in trouble there. Long story short, I made a video calling him out. But yes, I have a lot of heat with the Boston City Council. But before I do that, I want to get to this. So I'm going to stick this. I want a good shot of me inserting and in, I want to inserting myself into Darius. Can you see this, Jimmy? Yes, I can. Okay, just hold your breath. <laughs> hold your breath. Hold your breath. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice and deep. Does that feel good, Darius? Does that feel good in your ear? Can you hear it? Jimmy, say something to him. Say something to him, Jimmy. Can say you hear me, Darius? Can you hear him, Darius? ASMR. Okay, now look into that camera and say you're sorry to Hunter Biden. He's facing a lot of heat. You know, me and Tucker are very good friends with Hunter. Sorry, Hunter. Sorry, Hunter. A little better apology. Yeah, a little we're better. Getting some heat in the chat. Is, yeah, we're getting a lot of heat. What are they saying in the chat? Let me look. What are they saying in the chat? Oh, $20 super chat. $20 super chat. It says, still nursing hangover molars gummies last week. Yeah, pimp on a blimp, eating steak and shrimp. I love that. Thank you so much. We got that from Westside Power Sports, Sea Dew and Parts. I'd love to get on a jet ski right now. D Darius, I need you to give a profound apology yes. so we can clip it and send it to Hunter Biden. So, right now, I want a full dialogue, full apology. Say you're sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Hutter, for all the, the, the cocaine and fentanyl that I've been smuggled in, you know, since, since, since 2011. You know, Apologize to Barack Obama as well. <laughs> sorry, Barack. I, I, I love you the most. Say sorry to Trump, too, that you didn't give him any coke. Trump, dude. <laughs> I, I uh, you know, I, 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 I was gonna, you know, I, I was gonna snort with you, but I, I, I just couldn't wait. I, I couldn't wait more than two hours, you know. I thought about you the whole time, you know. Snorting this looks like Parmesan cheese, like Hunter Biden. This is kind of. This is kind of good. And your head is such a good stand. It's almost like a basket, a cocaine basket. Hold on, hold on. Stay there, Darius. Stay there. This is what we used to do in college. Oh! That feels good. Ooh, that feels good. That's good. Oh. So is this what you used to do with Hunter Biden in the White House? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Would you ever put the blow anywhere else on your body and snort it? Uh-huh. What does uh-huh mean? Be a little more specific. Uh -huh. Be more specific. Where were they? Where were they? Be more pacific, not specific. Pacific. Where would they put the powder when they would snort it on your body? Would they put it on your vagina? Did they put it on your vagina? Maybe. Well, tell them. Don't tell me. They put it on my cootie. <laughs> they put it in my cootie. Did it feel good when they put it in your cootie? Hell yeah. You liked it when they put it in your cootie, didn't you? Hell yeah. You felt good. You felt empowered when you had it deep in your cootie. Hell yeah. <laughs> you finally felt like a real person. Hell yeah. Especially when you're kissing on her Biden. What was that like? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 
That's what it was like? Uh -huh. Is that what it was like when you were doing it? Uh-huh. Would you ever stick it in your mouth and do it? Uh-huh. How deep in your mouth would you stick it? Well, don't laugh! Uh-huh. This is not funny! I have to interrupt. $100 super chat. $100 super chat! Done yay! You're getting new boots! Okay, hold on. Hold on, I can't I don't even know my password. I'm so excited. It says embrace the madness. It is the only way to freedom from Craigular. Craigular, one hundred dollars. Here, let me take a little hit for you, Craigular. <laughs> it's for you, Craig. And I'm really glad you sent that because I was starting to get a little, a little weird. Why was I getting weird? It's because the boots were in the background. Oh, okay, okay, good. All right, all right, all right. just hang out, Darius. Is our guest ready? Oh, uh, we have the caption contest first. Oh, we got the caption contest. Just hang out on set or maybe go get a chair, Darius. Or you can just chill on the floor next to the... Okay. All right, folks. Now it's time for the caption contest. Um, we pictured four of the... Uh, funniest captions! I don't feel good. I feel great. <laughs> All right, let's... Actually, we just need to do the ad read now because this is this the is, ad read. Yeah, let me just do the ad read, then we'll do the caption contest. All right. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> Wait, where did the ad read? Do you have the ad read? Where's the ad read, Jimmy? Oh, shit, I forgot to. Put I will it come in. over there and I will literally stick this knife so deep. The only thing that's saving us. Are the advertisers? And you're trying to tell me that you didn't professionally put the ad into the teleprompter? That's on me. That's on me. It's for cleanyourcocaine.com. It's for a drug removal company. And whenever you find drugs that definitely weren't yours, you can hire them. They're a great company. Um, do, do you have the actual promo? There we go. So use code Hunter for 20% off at cleanyourcocaine.com. Okay, well, that sounds like a pretty good service. I wouldn't mind using that service. I would have liked a little more information on them. Um, but anybody in the chat right now, if you have an issue, you're at the White House, you're with your grandparents, you're hanging out with your dad, going to Cape Cod or wherever the hell, and you leave your cocaine at your house, and you don't want the housekeeper to catch it or find it, you don't want your sister or your brothers to find it, I will go into your house or this company, metaphorically me, the royal we as we say, will go into your house and it will recover the cocaine without alerting the authorities, without alerting the press, without alerting any family member. So if you have a cocaine addiction and you're losing your bag, like Hunter, like a lot of crackheads, I mean, come on, you're a crackhead. Dunye knows he does crack, right, Dunye? I mean, weed is, I mean, I do weed. You've never done cocaine? Um. You wanna do some? No. Your first time's always free. Mm. <laughs> maybe, maybe, um, no. <laughs> no Why not? It would feel so good. Um, you ever thought about just the, 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 the blow going into your nostril, getting into your bloodstream, and just bringing to this euphoric high to where you can almost ejaculate? You feel so good. Well, not. Have you ever ejaculated not, from talking okay. about business before? Yeah. Doing cocaine will help you create no. a small business. Um, do you want to create a small business? <laughs> All small business owners do cocaine. <laughs> well, I was going to say weed helps with the ejaculation too. So. Wait, what? Yeah. Jimmy, is that true? Fact check that. Does marijuana help ejaculation? Uh, it helps you last longer. I don't know if that really counts. Mm -hmm. Keep you from <laughs> tapping out in five or ten minutes, fifteen minutes. I tap out. 
25 seconds. As soon as I, sometimes I'll just see the vagina and I'm out. Well, I think- I can the, smell it in the room and I sometimes will tap out. I think the weed will help you last a lot longer. You should try it. Did I tell you about the time my house caught on fire? No, I want to hear about it. And the fireman that saved me also molested me. Mm. When was this? When I was very young, I was six years old. My first memory. Mm. It was one of my happiest memories, too. It was the first time I got laid. Everybody likes losing their virginity. I mean, there's 10 different movies about American Pie. I just lost mine really, really, really young. Mm. Some people say that's unhealthy. And you still replay that memory over. Every day, I'm replaying it right now. Stop! Stop! Oh, that feels good. All right, perfect oh, time good. for the what? caption contest. Okay, all right. All right, now it's time for the caption contest. We pictured four of the funniest captions. That's right, this is uh, Buttergate, which we have not gotten in trouble for yet, but I can just tell it's on the horizon at any moment. We will get in trouble for this. So this is me putting butter on Darius's baked, behead, baked potato head. All right, let's see caption one. I can't believe it's not cocoa butter. That's good. <laughs> is that racist? No, it's actually not. Caption two, finally, a replacement to the iconic Land O'Lakes Native American logo. Hey, now that actually, could you imagine how much butter Darius would sell? Can we show Darius? I don't know if you can zoom in on Darius, but look at that. I mean, he's a butter salesman. He's one of the most, wave to the camera, Darius. No, the camera's the other way, other way. No, no, not that, look, look, look at Sam, cameraman. Act like you're on the cover of the Land O'Lakes butter. Say, buy my butter. Buy my butter. Uh, okay, okay, read the next gotta, one. No, no, let, let, let Darius read this one. <laughs> Vote in the chat. No, not, not on your favorite. Not the teleprompter. That, 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 that is good. Actually, we need to have Darius start reading stuff from the teleprompter. But we'll do that tomorrow. But for today, just the picture on the screen where it says, starts with the word butter from Pete's Bricks. I can't tell what it says. Just really try. Do you need glasses? Did, can Darius read? <laughs> Darius, can you read though? You can read. Darius is actually a scholar. Yeah. You can't read that though? It's not that far. It says, butter my buns and call me a biscuit. This is caption three. Butter my buns and call me a biscuit. Butter my buns and call me a biscuit. <laughs> All right, perfect. And caption four, smoothest boys in the business. No one can get a grip on them. All right, let Darius say it. I like, I like that caption. Come on, Darius. It looks like you have fentanyl in your eye. Are you okay? Very good. We don't want a workplace violation. I can't. Let's go. Okay, hold on, Darius. Oh my gosh. Lean your head back a little. Let's wash your eye out. Close your eye. Okay, your eyes should be good. All right. Is that better? You're welcome. All right. Um, who should win that, Darius, in your humble opinion? Uh, who, sh who should win? Okay, we're going to cycle them through again for you. So no, this is no. the picture. This is one. I can't believe it's not cocoa butter. Say it. Say it. We, we, we don't have time. He, it'll take I can't him too believe long. it's not cocoa butter. All right, two. <laughs> Finally, a replacement to the iconic Land O'Lakes Native American logo. Say it, Darius. Finally, a replacement to the iconic Land O'Lakes Native American logo. Repeat after me. Finally. Finally. 
A replacement to. A replacement to. The iconic Land of Lakes Native American logo. The iconic. And the iconic. Oconic. The Land of Lakes American Indian. All right, close enough. Now, chat, you are now the <laughs> opportunity to vote. Which and this is number three, butter my buns and call okay, me Okay, okay, enough of this. We know this. Four. We know this, all right? It's only funny if Darius reads it. But he can't read. He's not. Listen, he actually reads at a fourth grade level. There are some words that are hard for him, yes, but there's some words that are hard for me. There's some words that are hard for you. Danye, what's a word that's hard for you to read? In English or? What other language do you speak? Oh, I speak Swahili. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like, like, seriously. Yeah. You can speak Swahili? Speak some Swahili. This is huge. This is a big deal. We don't ever have any Swahili-speaking guests, Jimmy. Uh, well, just tell them to vote in the chat, and then we'll go to Swahili. This might be the first time we have a Swahili on the show. Say, say I am one of the most beautiful men in all of America in Swahili. Mimi vizuri sanep vulana naumeg. America. Dude, Donye is a man. You sound like a rapper. <laughs> you sound like Tupac. Uh, yeah, but yes, I, I speak Swahili. Um, my family, you know, I'm African. Yeah, I know. I can yes. tell. That's why I hired you? It's the only reason I hired you. <laughs> yeah, I speak Swahili. I mean, there's other reasons I could have hired you. I'm not going to try to say that you're untalented. I do think you're talented, but you have to realize I'm primetime 99. I'm the biggest yeah. pimp on a blimp. I mean, you're just lucky to even be on this. You blimp. are. You are the biggest. <laughs> There's nobody bigger. I mean, I got the big booty Latina, AOC. I got Brittany Griner. I mean, I got Adam Kinzinger. I'm in Dan Crenshaw. I patch me. I was praying for Brittany Griner. You were? Why were you praying? You wanted to get out of jail? You no, 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 not, no, not the, not the jail part. I was just talking about when I seen you walk up on her. I was just like, let's hope she can make it out alive with feelings and still intact. Danye knows. Danye knows. That's why I hired him. You're a brilliant young man, and your skin color is 100% black. Um, yes. <laughs> what, Jimmy, why are you talking to us? the guest ready? Oh, yeah. Go vote in the chat. One, two, three, or foe. Did you ever get the foe for foe from Wendy's? Me? Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. I love it. Why is that so good? Ask in the chat. Why is the foe for foe so good? You get a chicken sandwich. You get a, a drink. You get a small fry. And what's the other option on the fofo? -fo? Um, drink, small fry, burger, and chicken, right? Chicken nuggets. Yeah, chicken nuggets. And chicken nuggets. I like. I. We love the fofo. -fo -fo. If you're eating that today, God bless you. All right, now next we welcome on a friend of mine. He's a very controversial figure according to YouTube censors, and he has an incredible channel called The Donut Factory. And this is the man with the plan. I don't know. Should I use your government name, Alex? Oh, okay. No. I'll, I'll, uh, I don't know. Okay, that's whatever you want to do. I'm with Primetime 99, and I'm just so grateful to be here. You, I'm controversial, but you are the modern day Socrates fighting the culture war. Socrates was canceled. They be canceling you. So I'm just honored to be here with the pimp on the blimp and your crew. All I care about is that pussy in your lap. What the heck, Donut? That is the most beautiful cat. And, and, you know, it's funny, my producer, Jimmy's like, who's, who's Donut? And I'm like, this guy has pussy on deck like nobody's business. And then you come on the show, you have pussy on deck. Well, he's, he helps me relax from all of my uh, worries and stresses. Dude, I, um, no, 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 let's, let's go. I got to cut you off when you say worries and stresses. That's another thing, Alex, you and I, talk, oh, excuse me, Donut, sorry, I hope I didn't give any, I, I won't say that. I was talking to myself. 
Donut talks about controversial things like ritualistic, satanic ritualistic abuse, um, celebrity controversies, whether it's involving murder or you know people faking their deaths. So when you're talking about these intense subjects, it's it's easy to get in that black pilled. It, nothing matters. So how do you stay positive when you know all these bad things are happening? Well, you know, it's funny you say that because uh, I have no stress talking about these topics because I'm not an insider. So it's kind of like uh, blood in, blood out. So if you're part of these cults, you can't go out and expose them. I'm not part of a cult, so I can come out and talk about whatever, just reading books. But I am just a neurotic individual living in this culture full of drugs, sex, and violence. Rock and roll, baby. Wait, what's wrong with drugs, dude? Hold on. I used to do a lot of them. Oh, man. I've been doing blow off Darius's bald head for nights. We do butter on this. I do everything on this head. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, I, I have to hide this. I, don't, I didn't mean to have this right here. But I got... You got the Arm and Hammer baking soda. Somebody's doing crack. So who, whose cocaine was that in the White House? Or is this all? You know, I think this is a distraction. Look, I don't even know if they found cocaine. How about that? It was a dime bag. Um, if you ever been to a party and someone loses a dime bag, it's a big deal. Yeah, I know. You're uh, like, where's my Coke? Where's my Coke? Ah, it's my Coke's right here. But <laughs> I'm just saying Hunter's Coke was not there. So is this a PSYOP yeah. though? Well, well, oh, big time. Yeah, look, so Bill Clinton, he was designed to make us mistrust the government yeah. officials, you know, lying to the public people. I believe he was smoking a, a blunt. And this whole agenda of sex, drugs, and rock and roll, the bread and circus, is all designed. When they pushed LSD to the counterculture of that time, the hippie movement, what they're pushing today is just the big ph pharmaceutical companies and whatever that lean, that scissor uh, down, you know, down south, you know, that yep. um, pills, yeah, the opioids. Yeah, I know all about it. This could be a, a prank as well because we are in the three two two year, the two thousand twenty three year. Explain that to somebody. Three two 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 is a secret number that the Illuminati uses. Explain that uh, uh, importance to the people that are playing at home. We're gonna get in the woods tonight, folks. So buckle up, Buttercup. So show me and uh, show me and Donut, and now let's get deep into the three two two. We should have a graphic. But why is that number so important to the elites that rule the world secretly? I got graphics ready for y'all. Awesome. So. 322 is what George Bush and John Kerry, two presidents that were competing against each other, uh, it's the divide and conquer. It doesn't matter who you choose, the policy will continue. This is what Carol Quigley talked about, who was Bill Clinton's uh, advisor, not advisor, but mentor. Yeah. And it goes into the two-party system. So the skull and bones symbol, this is the black hand. Now, they assassinated Franz Ferdinand, and Franz Ferdinand after that took place, World War I popped off. So this secret societies, like 322 goes into Skull and Bones. We got the Bohemian Grove happening this month in July, the last two weeks in the woods, uh, doing some ritual up there. And that's well, people, public. For the people that are watching this, you might not know what Bohemian Grove is, but Alex Jones snuck into it and filmed this video where here it's the most elite people. I think Richard Nixon announced his presidential run in the 60s when he ran. So it's a lot of important people that go out to the woods and uh, quote unquote, they do gay stuff, they do straight stuff, they do all kinds of weird stuff. And then at the end of it, they do an, an effigy where they burn like a fake body. It's supposed to represent a baby into the, the body of an owl representing uh, the sacrifice that, that people made to Moloch in, uh, in the biblical times.
Yeah, so you got all these secrets. This isn't. This is called synarchy. This is how uh, uh, people knew about this forever. Here's an old newspaper article on the Illuminati, and then you got the Knights Templars. I believe that the Templars are still in control. This is where we get uh, Friday the Thirteenth. People uh, make that an unlucky number. But the three two two skull and bones. This will be celebrating its 322 year, not the secret society itself, but the institution Yale, the college. That's been around longer than 1776. That, these institutions wow. have been in America longer than the United States have been in here. And they speak in code. You could see it on the dollar bill for anybody there. You got that, that pyramid with the eye and they showcase and show predictive programming through magazines, television, and all this. This is very fascinating. The Economist Times, um, where it predicts what will happen, and they get it on point. It's well, yeah, you read some of the stuff. That, so, that, so they did that before. And when it comes to predictive programming, show me real quick, George. When it comes to predictive programming, one of the things that was most predicted ever was 9-11. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Darius. I mean, the laugh at 9-11. I just. Yeah, I know you saw Darius. Wake up, Darius. Are you there? Are you awake? Darius. Okay, this is Darius. Uh, this is my wife's friend. Wife. Well, I don't want to get into that. I like his Jimi Hendrix shirt. Yeah, hey, I don't know Jimmy if you can H see the boots. Donye, show uh, Donut your boots. Look at these boots. Can you believe he's a hype beast? I hired this guy, and now he's buying boots that I couldn't even afford. Well, there's a conspiracy behind those boots. Uh, What's the conspiracy behind the boots? This is epic. Now show, 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 show Donut. Well, it's connected. But see, Dunye was on point when he said that Ep Epstein is not gone. I broke down something incredible that no one really talks about, that he was moved into witness protection. Mm -hmm. The timeline of it, the chronology of him being arrested or whatever. Dunye, look at that camera. was in Manhattan, but he, he was at the certain prison, and you can look this up. There was the Manhattan blackout where the whole place there, I believe they transferred his fake body over, put him in witness protection. I mean, this is, this is an asset uh, to these secret societies and whatever. Yeah, I know. I don't think they would just let him die in a jail cell. He's way too important, has too much information. And then also, if you play ball, like if he goes and he's going to do whatever the government tells him. But when it goes to Jeffrey Epstein, you got to look at Ghislaine Maxwell. And her dad is a guy by the name of Robert Maxwell, who was like this tycoon, quote unquote. But he was suspiciously died on a boat. They say that the um, they say that the he was a double agent for Israel and that he was actually given when he died, he got a proper Israeli military funeral. But they say that he actually tried to, he was an original honey potter and that he actually used lever, leverage against Israel. And they said, no, 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 no. And this is all, this is just conspiracy. We don't know, uh, just YouTube censors. We're just joking around. This is all in a video game. We're just having a fun conversation about jokes. Yeah, but supposedly he was the original honey potter. And that's kind of like why Ghislaine became Epstein's right-hand woman because she was, it's kind of her family business. Yeah, she probably was in control of the whole entire operation. I got a symbol of her uh, ocean project. I'll just show real quick. I like to look at symbols. So this is her uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's Terra Mar, and it looks very similar to that uh, one flag. Uh, I like to look at these symbols. You see the symbols everywhere. Even we're broadcasting on Wi-Fi. And what is the Wi-Fi symbol? It is that Illuminati pyramid that is on the dollar. 
with the capstone. Wow, I didn't even think about that. And the Wi-Fi is everywhere. But isn't there another conspiracy with that logo? It's like, it's from the Greek day or something. Wi-Fi, the word Wi-Fi is some sort of like Greek mythology or something. Oh, dang, but that's wild. I mean, I, I would not doubt that because every single thing that's happening are Greek letters. Yes. So all the different things that happened the last few years are different Greek letters. There's 24 of them. And I believe the last one, which is the Omega, which would be right here, the Omega event, uh, right here, 24 for 2024. This is 2023. And you can see this is in 2017. And they got the France flag right there. This is all predictive programming leading us up to this event. Right now, we're in this 23. The 23rd letter three, of the two, two. Well, I had to cut you off because people are like, why are we saying 322? Because if you mix up 2023, you'd have 3 and 22 two and you take out the 0. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 322. Two, two. Yeah. So in numerology, the 0 never matters. So I'm looking at numbers. It gets confusing when you look at numbers. But I also look at other stuff as well. I look at these events, the Coliseum, everything going on. We got these two billionaires fighting it out. Yeah. Stay, What's the symbology? Stay, Wait, yeah, that is weird. We're talking about Greek stuff, and now the two richest guys in the world are going to have a cage match in the Colosseum. That's bizarre. <laughs> oh, great, great call. Yeah, so the Colosseum, it's the bread and circus show that is designed to keep people distracted. And this quote, this is Bill Clinton's advisor. Not advisor. I keep saying advisor, but his mentor. Part of his cabinet or his mentor, sir. Carol Quigley, and he talks about the two-party system right here in this quote, which goes into, it doesn't matter who's in office, the policies will continue. And so the 322, that's a secret society like many other societies. And they're located at Yale, and Yale will be celebrating its 322 year right before the night's, like, just October is a very interesting time. And going back to the the Coke in the White House, the 322, George Bush and all that, a part of it, Daniel Coit Gilman, uh, John Hopkins, 201 guys, these guys built the schooling system. Uh, with Gene Stanley Hall going back to William, it's wild. Um, but they do pranks, so this could be a prank. Yeah, they do do pranks. People don't realize that. Just like make us laugh. Like a lot of stuff with the pandemic and stuff is kind of just to humiliate us. But when it comes to like the future of uh, 2024, we talk about how that's going to be a wild year. Like, what are you thinking? I mean, I think if they turn off the Internet for 20 minutes, everybody would be shooting each other. Uh, but do you think it'll yeah. be way worse than that? Because people wouldn't be able to get their... I'm saying if they cut off the Internet, you couldn't use your credit card. You couldn't... You'd, we'd be fighting in the streets for a ham sandwich. If I don't get my primetime 99 uh, on my daily basis, I'm, I'm, I'm going to war. And rightfully so. If you guys, if my show, if you can't watch my show, please go start a fatwa. I think that's the right word, right? A holy war. Grimace! What is the controversy between Grimace? He's doing the Illuminati hand sign right there. That's that, that, that's the eyeball right there. Okay, what about when Grimace. it's... But, so you know what? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, say something, please. Dunye, what do you want to say, Dunye? I meant... I, when you said grimace, I was like, what is he saying? But it's, in French, it's pronounced grimace, which means madness or rowdiness. Oh, wow. So they hide these words. Dunye is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, another thing, though, uh, when, when we talk about like the one-eye symbolism, why do all these celebrities always have a black eye? Isn't that weird how these big-time celebrities, what's the, what's the symbol behind the, the black eye? You know, it, it, it is wild. I, I had a slide here. Um, 
that it was very interesting. There's a lot of symbols. So one symbol can mean many different things. Um, so the the black eye thing, I've gone down that rabbit hole. That's not really for YouTube. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it goes into certain side effects. Uh, that's what I've heard. Um, but the the one eye symbolism could go to Set, uh, the god of destruction. Um, Horus' uh, eyeball was ripped out by Set. Wow. Okay, before you go, I, I want to make this point, too, because you and I, I think politically, we agree that both sides are in on it. And now we're at the blaze, and obviously I lean towards conservative, but it's hard to have hope when you know the right side is rigging the game. Lindsey Graham talking about how he wants dead Russians, and, oh, he's conservative, he's going to help us. So I'm saying, like, what, how do you... I asked you this kind of at the beginning, but how do we even have a hope if we know both sides will just tell us something and this lie right to our face and never actually get anything done or help the people that actually need help? Yeah, that's a great point. So uh, there is this illusion that there's two sides and um, one of the, the whole culture, that's why you're Socrates, you're, you're showing this cancel culture is it it's wild it's a deep dive i'm not i'm not very coherent uh no no i love it no and and, and don't we gotta go they don't soon want that. yeah they don't want that they don't want uh they want to get rid of uh american values values in general yep um nuclear family that, that's all it's all designed to to i mean think about fourth of july no one even really cared for fourth of july that's designed on purpose this is a long planned out agenda Man, you are so awesome, Donut. We got to have you on soon, and then we need to do a longer stream uh, so we can really talk about this. But but uh, uh, plug your YouTube, and I know that they tried to cancel your channels, and you're having all kinds of problems, this and that. But but everybody in the chat, there's over a thousand people watching. Go subscribe and watch Donut's clips. He does it in a very digestible way, even though these are intense topics. Yeah, make sure you smash that like button. Smash that like button. That, that 999. I want to see. The, I want to see some twerking. We want to see twerking on the super chat. Look, I'm twerking on Darius's head. Darius, stick your head there. Stick your head there, Darius. <laughs> like the I'm twerking on Darius's head. Look at that. You can't see that on TV. Is there any white stuff in my butt? Yeah. Oh gosh, Darius. Yes, there's a lot of white stuff. <laughs> Darius, why did you let me get white stuff all over my clothes? All right, Donut. We love you. We'll talk to you again. I'll talk to you again soon. Okay. All right, now we got to react to some content, folks. So, uh, let's uh, let's go through it. Stay right here, Big D. You ready for some clips, Dunye? Yeah, let's do it. Run them. Let's run those things. Do you not have any clothes? Why did you want to give me some? I would like to give you some if you don't have any clothes. Okay, well I'll be happy to take those. What brand is that? What brand? Correct, the clothes. You want a brand? Uh, you said you had clothes to give me, so what, yeah. I would like some clothes that have a yeah, because I'm not homeless, so I would like clothes with a brand. I wear brand name clothes. Okay, so what kind of brands do you like? I don't know, what brands do you wear? <laughs> wow, let's watch that one more time. I'd look at him wiping his ass you know with his clothes? napkin. Why did you want to give me some? I would like to give you some if you don't have any clothes. Okay, well I'll be happy to take those. What brand is that? What brand? <laughs> <laughs> You want a brand? Uh, you said you had clothes to give me, so what, yeah. I would like some clothes that have a yeah, because I'm not homeless, so I would like clothes with a brand. I wear brand name clothes. Okay, so what kind of brands do you like? I don't know. What brands do you wear? Gosh, the homeless out here now, they need Nike, they need Fendi, they need DKNY, they need Louis Vuitton. Um, I think the camera guy, he got in for a rude awakening because he was probably looking for a moment, and the homeless guy so happened to have since like 
okay, you want to offer me some clothes, you recorded me, it has to be named brand. See, I like that. Danye, give me a pound. Danye knew it again because the homeless guy's like, oh, you're filming me. And when you film yourself doing community service like that, that's very self-serving. I mean, yeah. come on, let's be real. So, hey, he got called out. I like Dunye's different take. I would have said, oh, he's wiping his ass publicly. That's probably a crime. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that, especially when somebody's offering you something nice. But, hey, listen, different folks for different strokes. You had a different perspective, and I think your perspective was actually spot on. All right, next clip. What do I lie about? Tell me three things I lie about. Rachel, you're everything about Watch you is a lie. Your names are a lie. Your face is a lie. The only thing honest about you is the pimples on your chin. You're a wicked witch. Why don't you get on your broom and fly back inside? <laughs> You're a disgusting, repulsive human being. And America sees it now, too. I can't wait to watch every single episode of how vile and disgusting you are. I will press play and rewind and pause and just look at how disgusting you are. And I'll get a year's worth of love and joy from that. So go ahead. Keep on talking, Rachel. <laughs> you are so funny. You're so disgusting. Gosh, did he wrecked him. What did you think about that, Danye? Um, she was definitely laughing through the pain. Yeah, he um, crushed her. So that, that was on the show Big Brother, and she actually brothers. won the show. Oh, she so won he, the show? Yeah, her name's Rachel Riley Viegas, and she's like a reality TV star now, but she won the first season of Big Brother. And you know, I was on a show like that called The Glass House. You can Google it right now, YouTube, Alex Stein, Glass House, and the episode, that I was like the star of the main one because I got kicked off after the first episode because I was being so ratchet. But being in those <laughs> situations like that, guys, it's high stress because A, you don't have any privacy because everything is filmed. It's like literally a glass house. But then on top of that, you're competing with people that are like lying and cheating and, and everybody in there is basically broke or not rich to say the least. And they want that money more than they want love from their own family. So do we know what that guy is now today? The one who was checking. Yeah, what happened? Did you know where he finished yeah. in the race? I, I do not. Well, okay. I, he would have got my vote. He served her up. I mean, that, the sweetest uh, revenge is a dish served cold or some shit like that. But that shit was hot, like a Little Caesars pizza, $5 hot and ready. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you <laughs> I know what you mean. You've had a hot $5 hot and ready? Um, I have, but not many, because they taste like cardboard. They do taste like cardboard, but that's why they're $5. Yeah. All right, now another clip. <laughs> they should use, take Freddie to be a lawful wedded Look at this, they're getting married in jail. Freddie, take Station to be a lawful wedded wife. I do. By the virtue of authority, that's when the end that we commissioned civil marriages, I now pronounce your marriage. Congratulations. Congratulations. What a beautiful wedding. Could you imagine that? There's nothing better than getting married behind bars or your wife sits there in a courtroom and a judge is just awkwardly saying the uh, vows. That was pretty cool, wasn't it, Danielle? Um, it was not cool for me. I mean, Why? I mean, Were your parents married in prison? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that the only way they got married in prison is he's definitely about to come home soon. You yeah. think? I bet he's horny as hell in there jacking it. Don't you think? He wants that ass so bad, and he's in there like, I'm, I'm so horny, I'm getting married just to have... Well, they have visits. You can, um... Some people have conjugal visits. Yeah, they have conjugal visits. But I think they probably got married because he's about to get out of jail soon. Because I don't think a woman is going to wait. Yeah, my wife, when she was in prison, I'd have to go in there and bang her. It was horrible. Mm. She was so fat. <laughs> my my ex-wife is 400 pounds. Oh. So you left her? No, she left me. She was a power lifter. She actually left me because oh. uh, I had performance issues after uh, I got... Uh, the ouchie for ouchie. <laughs> okay. All right, do we have another clip or is our guest ready? Uh, 
one clip. Look at this. Look at this 75 foot slip inside, Darius. That's you next. Oh! Except we're going to have thumbtacks laid out. WWE style. There he is. We go in. Slide in. Slide in. What do you think about that, Dunye? Um, I want to say to all of the dads out there, especially the active dads in your kids' lives. Not the deadbeat dads? Not the deadbeat dads. This is not for y'all. Um, the kids that have their parents in their life, especially like your fathers. Fathers, when you are building and doing stuff for your kids, stop it when it comes to the physical part because you want to be here for at least another 30 years if you're 40 years old and up. So. Guest is ready. That okay, wait, really wait, we get to the guest. Before we get to the guest, I want you to show Dunye. Do not say anything. Is it me or does Dunye blend into the back of the set? <laughs> you almost can't see your head. You can only see your red shirt. Hey, that's why I wear bright colors with dark This skin. is racist lighting. I mean, the heck? Is. this is racist. Jimmy, why is our license, why is our, I can't even see, why is our lighting racist and not giving Dunye the proper color he deserves? Because Darius is a chocolate mocha. So I mean, he, but Darius, well, this, this actually segues perfectly into our next guest because you are a supporter of affirmative action. That's why we hired Dunye and Darius. And now we welcome on. He's the first Asian white supremacist in the history of the world. He went viral for taking on some contentious vice panelists. Please welcome on Vince Dow. Vince! What's up, Alex? It is good to see you. I'm not exactly sure what I just walked into here, but uh, I see uh, I see a black guy with cocaine on his head. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great show. Great yeah, show, this Alex. is how we do it. If you want to get high in your own <laughs> supply, you just, you just take a little hit off uh, Darius. This is what he does. This is how he got in the White House, because they use his butthole as just like a pleasure hole. You know, they, they, they call a vagina a bonus yeah. hole. Darius has two big bonus oh, holes, they and they do? both stink. Okay. All right, understood. That's neither here nor there. Vince, <laughs> what the hell, dude? I hired these two young African-Americans only because of their skin color, because they're trying to get rid of affirmative yeah. action. Uh, isn't yeah. that just going to help Asians just take all the good jobs and all the good stuff? Shouldn't we help out young Darius? Yeah, you know, I mean, let's be real. If if uh, if some kid from China came in tomorrow without affirmative action and said, oh, well, Alex Stein, I'd like to work for you. I mean, it would be over for Darius. But luckily, the, the diversity regime wins. And, uh, you know, Darius is gainfully employed for another day. It's true. Thank goodness. Okay, now let's run the clip. I love this. When you savagely owned this vice <laughs> panel, it went quadruple viral. And because for rightfully so, it was great. Now let's run it. Statistically, it is true that Asians, right, on average, make more money it, like in terms of medium, make more money, better test scores, get into better colleges, all that stuff. I think the question is, why is that? And I don't know if model minority, whatever that label wants That's to be. That's actually mean, a not, myth because not, we cannot be- um... Well, no, listen, well, let me finish my point. We need to observe what makes people successful and unsuccessful. And I think when you look at trends that are generally true in the Asian community, not of everyone, but are generally true, usually you have families that are sticking together. Mm -hmm. You have, um, you know, people, are taught to work hard in Look school, how mad not they get into trouble. You, and I think that translates <laughs> to why Asians on mass are successful. So and I don't think you have to be Asian right? or white for that matter to not have kids out of wedlock, not you know commit crime, what? not, not what? cause trouble, oh, whatever it is. It's just a matter of like, well, common sense. That's what makes people successful. And if that's so-called assimilation, having a nuclear family, buying a house, going to school, whatever it is, then yeah, okay, call me a pro-assimilation then. I think there's a difference between assimilation and erasure. Yeah.
Oh my gosh, Vince. Yes. He's literally calling for common sense and they're like, oh my God, that's racist. It's true. Yeah, you know, I, I love that panel. And you know what's a fact about that is we talk so much about affirmative action and how I guess it's hurting Asians and all that. But maybe not because according to, if you look this up, you know, that kid in the green shirt who if you watch the panel, he was constantly giving me a hard time making the shock faces. Look this up. His name is Zayed Ahmad. I'm not joking about this. He goes to Stanford writing hashtag BLM a hundred times. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's Black Lives Matter. Yes, yes. That's all he did on his college essay is he wrote Black Lives Matter and they let him into Harvard? <laughs> they let him into Stanford, yeah, but he did end up going to Yale and all that, yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I don't know, but then you could make the argument, I don't know, you look at, it's supposed to be an Asian panel and I find it kind of comical. Half the people on there don't even appear to be Asian, but... You know, I, I don't know. He's, the guy to your left is not Asian. He looks like Dunye. <laughs> I know, I know. But I guess affirmative action, even in the Asian vice panel, is, is you know, hitting us there, really. Okay, but Vince, let's talk about the elephant in the room now. This is going to get us in trouble in terms of service. And I actually blame a lot of this personally on Darius. But there is a lot of anti-Asian hate from the black community. You see a lot of viral videos that goes on. And I'm not trying to, you know, single out black people, but I'm just saying, when you see those, you see those videos as an Asian, do you actually, are you actually scared or is that kind of like trauma-based mind control to make us think that there's a, I guess more of like a culture war, like a physical culture war between blacks and Asians? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a general matter of our cities are not safe, you know? I'm gonna try to walk on TLS and just basically say that and, um, yeah. No, it's true, but but what you were so often told, right, is that oh Donald Trump saying China virus is what caused all of this. That's why you know you have people in the inner city assaulting Asians. That doesn't really seem to make a whole lot of sense. Uh, I think it really does come down to though is that our just our cities are not safe. Crime is everywhere, and you know maybe there is something to be said as Asians. We do need to protect ourselves a little bit more. I mean, you know, a lot of us were shorter, we're smaller. An old Asian lady, just in general, is a soft target, you could yeah. say, because you know, defenseless. So I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of martial arts in our blood. I think we need to just you know learn that. Do Aikido, do Kung Fu, uh, you know, and 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 then people will be like, don't mess with him. He has a black belt. It's true. Maybe just wear a black belt around. Maybe that's what we should do. Okay, Vince, and I know I'm going to bring up this as a touchy subject, but I'm also, listen, I don't want to make this whole show about the Groypers, but I know they come after me. They come after you, and we got to be very careful what we say about them. But why do they hate you, Vince? They hate me because they say I'm a fake gay and all this stuff. But, I mean, I, I know they're very, they'll attack you if you say something that crazy, so I know you have to kind of give us a politically correct answer. But I thought, Vince, you're based as fuck. I thought you would be, a, a, you know, liked by that side. Or do they just not like anybody? Uh, I think you're about right about that. I, I think they just don't really like anyone. Yeah, okay, that's a good answer. That's just I just figured because I see good you answer. getting hate and I get that hate. Because, Vince, you're a young, well-spoken guy. You know, you are probably a leader. Have you been a leader your whole life? Um, I, I would say so, yeah. I would say that, yeah. Because even from a young age, when it came to group projects, I was always just the one who was like, I'll do this. Uh, you guys don't know what you're doing <laughs> to a degree and, and kind of always took charge and had a thing for public speaking, I guess. So, yeah, I guess from a young age, I was always kind of like that. Well, then that's going to make you a target. So, Vince, and this, I hate saying it's so gay, culture war, culture war, culture war. But, like, where do you see your generation fitting in? I know you're not that young, but you're younger. I'm just saying, like, how do we, do we fix this? Is it fixable? Because all these young kids are so brainwashed. Half of them are getting mastectomies. Half of them are, you know, on antidepressants that are making them more depressed. So, I mean, do we have hope for the future generations of our country and the world? 
I have hope particularly for Gen Z men. I, I know very often you see libs of TikTok, and it is true, there are a lot of crazies in our generation, but there's something of this polarization, I think, going on. And when you look at a lot of young men out there, they are actually kind of disaffected with this stuff. They may not even be particularly politically conservative, but I think you very often see they don't really subscribe to at least the the far left's prescription for our culture and all of that, you know? And I'm talking more specifically, think about just your average frat guys out there. I don't think they're exactly big time leftists. They might not care about politics, but they have instincts that are maybe more masculine or whatever in the right place. I think of just your average non-political fans and they're real of people like Jordan Peterson, Andrew Tate, you know, just figures like that. I think you're definitely seeing a rising Gen Z male movement and, and the entrepreneurship thing, you know, the kind of business side of, TikTok and YouTube and all that, you know, those people, all of them, if you handed them a ballot, they would vote Republican. You could say to a degree they have conservative instincts. But I think the big problem is we don't really understand that, right? The Republicans don't understand that. So they think the way to appeal to Gen Z, I don't know, they actually, they don't even try to appeal to Gen Z, right? But I think if you really went because this is what the left does. They take all your hippies, your dysgenic freaks, all the weirdos in our generation, and they say, here's a ballot vote for the Democrats. Why don't Republicans take all specifically the disaffected young men who really aren't super on board with this stuff and say, here's a ballot for the Republicans? I guarantee you, you know, especially down south where I live, if you went to all the frat houses and harvested ballots, you probably see some of these college towns maybe not be Republican, but at least not be like 90-10 like they are. But I think we just don't make a play. And I think we're ignoring the fact that there is this forgotten uh, demographic of Gen Z men specifically, and some women out there too, that are just very disaffected. And I think that's our target. So I actually do have hope in the long term, to, to tell you the truth. Well, I have, I have hope too, but it's just still, you know, it's almost like a debate in my mind. I'm like, I try to picture the world after I die in a hundred years. And I'm like, gosh, I, I mean, people are going to be living in the metaverse and doing all kinds of, you know, ejaculating thousand times a day with a device. Do you like that? When I said a thousand times a day, why did you laugh so much, Dunye? <laughs> What's the most you've ejaculated in one day? Honestly? Yes. Yeah, this is an honest show. <laughs> um, three. Those are rookie numbers. That's three. three that's I not mean, that many. Because guess what? A thousand, a thousand is near you get death experience. Yeah, and you'd get rugby. You won't, you won't even make it past five without. You're Swahili, though, right? <laughs> hey, but, Alex, but, you should ask our guest about affirmative. Oh action. yeah, hey, but real quick, uh, did you know he's from? <laughs> no, uh, Vince, he's from Swahili, so he, no, uh, even though he only ejaculated not three from times, Swahili, I he speak speaks Swahili. Swahili. Doesn't matter, guys. I'm not an expert about Northern Africa. Sue me. I know this. I know that uh, people that speak Swahili oftentimes ejaculate uh, a quart per ejaculation. Isn't that true, Dunye? A lot, yeah. See, okay, so you guys don't think I know anything about Africa. I know how much you ejaculate. Sorry, Vince, we got off on a tangent. Let's get back to you, and let's get back to, can this country actually, we, we have a lot of people that want to, when they founded the country, they separation of church and state, but a lot of people on the right think that we need to connect those two. Does that really, is that really going to help us if we became a Christian country? Would that fix our problems? If we became a Muslim country, would that fix our problems? Do you think religion is basically what's stopping our country from having morals and being, you know, uh, more fruitful and successful? I think I think it's the baseline problem. There's a bunch of problems built on top of it. But yeah, I think in many ways, fundamentally, 
uh, because we have forgotten God as a society, we've forgotten everything else, right? You look at the early founding of this country, people argue separation of church and state, but it's important to notice, I think a country is more than just the constitution, right? A country is a people, a history, a heritage, and America for the mass majority of its history has always been a Christian country, right? And so that's kind of baked into the bedrock, I would argue, of our civilization. And so when you remove that, what happens, like if you remove the basis of a tower, what happens to the tower? It's going to fall over, right? You've taken away its foundation. And so I think that's what you're seeing today. Um, so I think if we want to return to the, of the vision of America, it's not that every person has to be Christian or we have to establish a theocracy in terms of like the church run government. It's just more so an understanding of Unless we are a Christian people again, we cannot return to the America that we once were, because that's kind of a a, a basis that, that is necessary, right? It's the foundation that's necessary for everything else we've built. No, and I think that's a great answer. And and, and I, what's the cliche? The greatest trick the devil ever did was convince you that God wasn't real. And now we're getting that basically on all these young people. They just say, oh, you're a cosmic accident. We all came from pond scum. And, you know, we're just... They, they take away God because then it makes you not have to have any morals or any connection. Like, you know, they don't, they want to take out all those esoteric things that kind of make our world great or, you know, give us happiness and just say, Hey, look, you're, you're just an accident. Your life doesn't matter when you're dead. The video game's over, you know? So I think that hiding the existence of God is one of the biggest scams they put on, not just the American people, but all over the world. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that uh, monologue, If I Were the Devil, but uh, look up If I Were the Devil, viewers, if you're curious. It, it tells you a lot about America. I'm going to look that up right now. Okay, Vince, we're almost out of time. Tell the people how they can find you and support you before you go. Yeah, you can find me mainly here on YouTube. Just type in my name, Vince Dow. We're actually going live right after this on my show. I everybody go after this because you have everybody go to Vince's channel right now. We're almost over. We've got three oh, yeah, minutes left. Live chat. Pull up to the live chat. We're going to start our live at 8.15, and uh, I'll see you there. Thanks for having me. Awesome, Vince, man. I appreciate it. We're going to do it again. And, dude, sure. thank you for owning those guys. Vice is so lame, and, you know, you crushed them. Hey, Great I job. made them bankrupt. I don't know if you saw the news. Yeah, you bankrupted them. Oh, my gosh, Vince. It's now Vince News. Vice News is now Vince News. It's Vince News. All right, you're the man. See you, Vince. See <laughs> you, yeah, man. Thanks. All right, folks. Uh, we got to say play the caption contest winner. And then we have something I want to debut real quick. Jimmy's going to get mad, but, um, all right, let's fix the caption. Uh, Sorry, Darius, I had to burp on you. Um, I can't believe it's not cocoa butter. Number one, I like it. Woo, in the chat, thank you for that. Now, before we do the freestyle battle, I want to debut something. If you guys, you guys might be able to hear this. Jimmy's going to get mad, hold on. It's, it's, hold on. It, it's been on Spotify for a few weeks. Dance. Dance, Darius. Dance, Danye. KOC, I think like she never seen us. Don't you know she makes the best margaritas? Tina. So sweet, I love to eat that taco meat and take to pictures of your boyfriend's feet. Like bullets in Chicago. I was just know the lyrics to his own song. Not the ice caps, and your brain will cause a financial collapse. Look at that big, 
love big booty Latinas. Muy bonita, filling out arenas. AOC, acting like you never seen her. Don't you know she makes the best margarita? Turn that frown upside down. Big booty Latinas make the world go round. Sofia Vergara is Colombiana, and she is so sexy that she makes me wanna move to Colombia. She fine as hell. If I admit, I'll join the cartel. J Lo's booty is moving some weight. Put your ass in there, and you might suffocate. Shakira, Shakira, no, please don't be shy and tell him the truth because his hips don't lie. Buena fortuna for Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna. AOC, I can let you never see her. Don't you know she makes the best margaritas? This is me and Jimmy. So that's Big Booty Latinas. Let's do the best part. Wow. All right, guys. We're going to be debuting the music video tomorrow. And before we go... No, Alex, we have, <laughs> we have another music video tomorrow. No, we don't. <laughs> I canceled that music video. I deleted that video you sent me, and I, okay, I deleted we'll the song. We'll talk after the show. You should, like, No, we're not going to talk. Do me. not contact me after the show. Only contact me during show time and show prep period. <laughs> do not contact me in my personal life, Jimmy. If you do that, I will sue you. I know you will. I will file a lawsuit. I sued AOC, so do not. That's why I have your number blocked. I only unblock it during work that's hours. That's why you never pick up. Okay. Yeah, that's why. Now, Darius, before we go, Darius, we didn't talk to you that much this episode, and the show's over, but what do you want to tell the people that you smuggled in that cocaine? We just want to have you one last thing before you end the episode. Look into the camera, Darius, and, and tell them why and, and just you know, how you feel about the situation and how you're going to fix it. I put it in my ass. I put it in my ass. I put it in my ass. Put it in my ass. Not sure he's saying. You don't know what he's saying, then he's saying, put it in my ass. Oh. Also, also sorry the viewers. We have a different music video for tomorrow. We'll explain later. Okay, nobody cares, Jimmy. Let's go back to Darius. We got to end the show, but he's singing this good song. Is sing freestyle finale, real quick. Just show the graphic. All right, Darius, this is on you. Sing your song. No music needed. I put it in my ass. I put it in my ass. I put it in my ass. Kanye <laughs> with us. I put it in my ass. Let's all sing on three. I'll hum it. I put it in my ass. Sing it, Dunye. Dunye, sing it. I put it in my ass. 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 Is that the only chorus? Yeah. That's the only chorus, and you can't remember it. And you're about to get fired if you don't start singing it. I really felt so good. It really felt so good. It really felt so good. He swished up the lyrics. Yeah, I know. Let him sing. It really felt so good. <laughs> All right, folks. That's been our show. It's Primetime 99. Make sure to like and subscribe and uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and wherever the hell else you have social media. Love you. Good night. Bye.